gentlemen it is the season premiere i guess second season of the philly fans podcast with me as always is my co-host this is kevin key and with me is eric james and sports are back yes yes sports are back we're, we're popping that is season two as title of said. season two sports are back is that the title that's what i'm going with you're who edits now no one. No one. That's, that's right. No one. We just, we just let it ride. Uh, yes. They're all, they're all winners, obviously. It is, it is season two of the podcast. But, Eric, we have a special title for this podcast. Even though you popped the bubble last week, yes, Eric went and decided to pop the bubble. Nice. He did it a few times. Uh, and the sound effect that we had today, that, that sound clip, was from yesterday's game, courtesy of NBC Sports Philadelphia, uh, was Ben Simmons hitting a three. That's right, Eric. That's right. I know. I know. And I, I'll let you know another thing. I retweeted one of his uh, – that one pass to Tobias Harris for the alley-oop was uh, just nasty. But we always knew he had the he had the hands to pass. That, that was nasty, but Eric, I just want I want you to know. I just I want to say things to you because you're a Ben Simmons hater. All I want. I, no, I don't hate I him. I said he needs to shoot more. Two words. Take that. Take that, Eric. I said he needs to shoot more. Take that. Well, reports this week from uh, Jackie McMullen uh, from ESPN said that Ben Simmons went and saw a sports psychologist. Uh, to go see, to trust his three-point shot again. And it's it's a good move. This isn't something like, obviously you know that Ben Simmons cares when he's going to see a sports psychologist. So that's, this is, once again, another good thing for the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, I may have lost Eric to rejoin Eric. Uh, Eric's having technical difficulties today. A lot of them. Can finally see his face. Uh, so, Eric, I am so happy with the Sixers right now. I'm so happy with the direction they are going. Uh, putting Shake Milton at number one. Uh, All right. We're back. Sorry. Putting Shake Milton as the point guard for the Philadelphia 76ers uh, and that change of lineup for them. Uh, it, it was impressive yesterday for them against the Grizzlies. Did you watch any of the game? Yes, I did. I watched um... – Probably I watched the whole first half, um, and then I had to run out somewhere. I forget where, but I I came back and uh, watched a little of the second half. So I'm I'm loving the team atmosphere with them. They're how they're uh, controlling the ball, how they can speed the game up, and just change the lineup real quick, and it slows the game down a little bit as well. 
they're gonna be uh, they're gonna be dangerous, as we said in the uh, postseason. Yeah, they looked good. They looked good when I was watching. Uh, unlike the other team that played yesterday. Yeah, we're we're gonna get to that that game. Uh, but first, I want to I really want to talk about Tobias Harris and his leadership, and that's the leadership we've been hearing about uh, just a little bit on Sports Talk Radio and and what the Sixers are leaking out because there is no press in the bubble. Uh, basically, so we're hearing Tobias has had this leadership, and you saw it yesterday uh, between Tobias Harris and uh, Ben Simmons just taking care of one another. Uh, ben, with that no look alley oop that you mentioned, nasty. Was, just, was nasty, just unbelievable. Uh, and, and he had a he had a behind the back pass like he's just he's got those hands that he can make a pass like that. And now, if he's going to be able to shoot the three, teams in trouble, uh, leagues in trouble. Yeah, he went uh, one for two. That's fine. He missed the first shot, and usually when you miss the first shot, you kind of lose your confidence. He went to the other corner, uh, put it up, and boom, went right in. One for two from three yesterday. Uh, but if he's going to trust the shot, uh, I- I'm I'm all in. And now, and now I think there's some pressure off because he is playing the four. Yeah. So I think I think that actually does help. And and it helps that. Like we've said in the last podcast, Al Horford's coming off the bench uh, to miss layups. Uh, but having this having this team out with Joel being able to take threes, you have all these guys around Ben Simmons who are willing to take a three-point shot uh, at their one lineup at one point uh, with Shake Milton, uh, Firkin Korkmaz, uh, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris. You had four guys who were willing to take a three-point shot in with Ben. And at the same time, now Ben is going to get that uh, comfort zone. And like you said, less pressure. Uh, Sixers can be dangerous in the next couple weeks. And they are one week away from Sixers basketball beginning officially. One week away, Eric. I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, my God. We're going to have three major sports at the same time. I know. And then you're going to add football in. Because there is a done deal. I'm sorry if I jumped ahead, but yeah, you, I was excited. You are jumping, and your excitement is showing. Uh, so I, I do want to just bring up the Sixers schedule real quick. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, so the Sixers have a few exhibition games prior to the start of their season. Uh, so they will play again on Sunday. That is uh, tomorrow if you're listening to this podcast on Saturday, July 25th. Uh, tomorrow they play the Oklahoma City Thunder. Th- Thunder. Feel the thun? No, you don't want to sing with me. Thunder! Wow, 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 wow. Oh, Thunderstruck. That, that's yes. the, you are There's singing. something different. Yes. You are. Uh, so that game is on NBC Sports Philadelphia at 12 o'clock on Sunday. They will play the Dallas Mavericks on Tuesday, also on NBC Sports Philadelphia at 8.30 p.m. And then the restart, Eric. It, it's official Saturday, August the 1st at 7 o'clock. They tip off against the Indiana Pacers. And oh. I, I went in saying they have those eight games, six and two. I'm, I'm feeling maybe seven and one at this point after yesterday. I'm, I'm feeling confident I'm and cocky. And I'm feeling confident and cocky at this point. Listen, I need all Philly sports teams to perform. We both do. We, we need them all, yes. But, Eric, you, <laughs> you, you state that, all right? And something happened yesterday that uh, that basically just we threw away two dollars and fifty cents each. It was one game, Kev. 
Eric, I'm a realist. And it didn't usually, look pretty. And, I mean, in my past, when I first started the Philly Fans blog, I guess I was one of those overhyped people who overhyped my teams every step of the way. At this point, I'm a realist, I believe. I'm still – I'm still uh, over the top at times. My wife will still yell at me. She probably is about to because I'm too loud. Too loud. Um, I know I'm too loud during Eagles games. Uh, I know I lay my heart out there. Uh, but yesterday's Phillies loss, I find my, I found myself yelling at the screen. Yeah. And there were some pros. So we have to think of the positives, Eric. For well, Bryce one, Harper's cleats? It was opening day. Oh, I thought you meant Bryce Harper's cleats. Two – Bryce Harper's cleats. Three, Bryce Harper's suit. Did you see that suit? Legit. The green, the green one? The green one with the fanatic on the inside? Yeah, oh. I saw that. That was, was like comic strips on the inside. I, I think I, I think I have to buy it. Um, you think Bryce I think it's custom made. No. no. He loves the fanatic. He does love the fanatic as much as Kevin Hayes loves Gritty. Yeah, I think so. I, I love how those two players took over. Uh, another – Big thing, and just the respect that Bryce Harper shows the Phillies organization, someone who gets it, his bowels in right field when he started the game yesterday, that was uh, that was pretty cool to see. If he could hit the right field, that'd be great. Yeah, if he can not strike out, that'd be great. But uh, yeah. I, I'm not too down on Bryce as much as others, yeah. uh, I'll be honest. Uh, Bryce will find his way. Others I'm a little uh, not as realistic on. Hmm. All right. Uh, the Phillies organization and NBC Sports Philadelphia did a great job yesterday introducing the no fans. They did a great job with the national anthem. They did a great job uh, with with everything with the with the ceremony they had prior to the game with the national anthem. Uh, having having Harry Cross's son uh, sing the national anthem and God Bless America later on, but it was cool because it made it look like there were fans in the stadium uh, during the national anthem. So how they did it was was pretty cool. They kind of had Harry Callis' son singing the national anthem with the virtual background with fans, like, taking a picture of him with the Harry Callis statue behind him. I was, it was pretty cool to see. Yeah, the cardboard be- cutouts were funny. Yeah, the fans looked a little bored during the game. Yeah, uh, That was a joke that was stolen off of the Twitterverse. Uh, whoever said that on Twitter first, thank you for letting me steal that. Yeah, they, kind of, they looked kind of stiff. They looked a little stiff, his fans. Um, <laughs> they're so, all, they were all uh, uh, essential workers, the frontliners, the healthcare workers. Yeah, and you can pay $40. That might end bad. Your face there. Might end I, bad. I saw a few uh, people put in for that uh, cardboard cutouts in the uh, outfield areas. Uh, one person was like naked. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, what, that's always someone. Yeah, always someone. So, oh, uh, put them out. Put them out there. It'll entertain people. Yeah, it definitely will uh, throw off some of the uh, oppose, opposing teams. Uh, so yesterday, Eric, during opening day, the Phillies lost five to two to the Marlins. They sure did. <sighs> I watched it. Yeah, the bottom feeder, Miami Marlins. I I had I stopped the game after uh, after the eighth inning after uh, Muto. I, I don't to. think. I don't think a Marlin. I don't think a Marlin's a bottom feeder in the ocean. Well, the Marlins team is a bottom feeder in the uh, Major League Baseball, and based on the lineup <laughs> the Phillies put out there, uh, the Phillies should whoop them. 
and yet in the past two years they are eleven. The Marlins are eleven and nine versus the Phillies, or it's the other way around. It might be the Phillies that are eleven and nine against the Marlins. Either way, you need to be you need to crush these bottom feeding teams. Oh, absolutely. You can't and, get you can't get stuck because then when you face. So this reminds me of the Phillies. Remind me of the Flyers. Sometimes they they play great against these top-ranked teams, and then when they play the bottom of the barrel, they play down. And then someone came to me and was like, what if the Flyers aren't that good and the teams above them are playing down to them and then they're just playing at the same level as the people at the bottom? And I was like, ouch. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that was, what, last year when that was mentioned to you? Yeah. May have been. Because this year they're better. By far. Right, no, I think it's it's because it's been an ongoing thing with them. But with the Phillies, I mean, yeah, they should have they should have easily won this game with the lineup they had. Yeah, but and they had, and, they had a good starting pitcher. I mean the Marlins so their starting pitcher, he had a good game. Yeah, he's he's not a bum, but he also pitches for the Miami Marlins. Yeah. But he had yeah. more strikeouts in this game than he did like average last year or something like that, I remember they're saying. Yes, that that is correct. That is what they said. I, I loved uh at one point, John Cruck just calling out the Phillies, uh, especially calling out like someone like a Roman Quinn who was batting from his uh, hit from his heels, uh, basically. And someone posted it on Twitter, and you saw Roman Quinn beat out a uh, single at one point. The dude has got phenomenal speed. Just lay down a bunt, dude. Lay down a bunt. You might be batting. A, you might be batting a thousand if you just lay down a bunt every single time. Stop going for the home run ball. That's why you have your front four, who, by the way, the front four, McCutcheon, Reese Hoskins, uh, Bryce Harper, and JT Romuto, their stat line. Oh, yeah, I know it. One for 14. Yeah. That is your front four. That is where the game revolves around you. You had two walks, and you went one for 14. Yeah, it was painful to watch. And the one hit was, I thought was an out at one point. Uh, Reese Hoskins was able to bloop a baseball just right over the head of the first baseman. It's just unbelievable. Uh, Brutal to watch that game yesterday. Brutal. Yeah, I was flipping between that and uh, Beach Renovation Island. You flipped between something else. I watched them completely <laughs> and just continued to have my heart broken. It was tough. You know, you know how hard it is for me to watch baseball anyway. Yeah, I'll watch like six innings. Yeah. I go uh, to games, I show up in like the third inning and leave in the seventh. So, yeah, but if Aaron Nola's on the mound, you need to stay come in the first. But Aaron Nola pitched pretty well. Yeah, he looked good. He looked good. Look, look uh, good. The problem was he, he was relying on his all-speed stuff a lot. Yeah, I see you put that here, and I, I agree with that. It, it, and he wasn't consistently hitting his uh, his, t- his spots. No, and missing. the biggest issue with Nola, and it's been the issue with all of their aces, they, they don't give them the run support they need. Oh, absolutely. Ever. And, and I thought that this season was going to be different simply because the manager – uh, and you have a better team. Uh, Joe Girardi bringing in a rookie to make his debut with the Phillies down three to one doesn't make sense. I got to give him a debut sometime, might as well. Yeah, but down three to one, 
I, I, I try to bring someone else in who's, but, but here's, you're, here's, you're here's look at the bullpen and you question who's in it right now. Here's, here's my thing, though, Kevin. It's a 60 game season. You might as well try different things and, and make it different than a regular season because, I mean, it's shorter. Yeah, the wins are more important, but you, have, you still have to try things or out, of the, out of the box. So why not try to bring a rookie and see what he's got? Maybe you yeah. trust him. Maybe you like them. Yeah, and this isn't a marathon anymore, though. This is a sprint. And right. you're going to bring a guy in who doesn't have control over his fa- fastball yet. Uh, and you saw it when he was in the game yesterday. He was throwing 97, 98 miles an hour, but he didn't have control over the location. Yeah, but now he has the nerves out from the first game. I don't bring him in in that situation. Uh, I'll bring him in today. I'll bring him in tomorrow. Uh, I don't bring him in yesterday. I, I do not bring him in opening day down three to one. I think there's no other better place to bring him in. I think you're incorrect again. Well, Eric's, Eric's everyone, okay. everyone has their own opinion, but it's a 60-game season. He has to come at some point if you're going to use him a lot. Might as well t- put that first game and go. I don't care. It's not like we were getting hits anyway. Yeah, but he blew it. He blew that. Gave up a couple more runs yeah. and put us down five to one. That was it's all right after Nola's two-run homer. After whose two-run homer? Oh, after Nola gave up one. Yeah. That yeah. was a deep shot. Yeah, but so was uh, Kingery, who was just foul at one wow. point in the game. Down, and that was the Phillies were down five to two at that point. He but didn't look bad yesterday. He did not look bad. You want who did look bad? Who really disappointed me yesterday? Who's that? The guy who I say we need to sign. Uh oh. Maybe they have. They're on to something here. All right. One, I didn't. Doesn't make sense to me to have him back cleanup. I would have probably either put Reese Hoskins or DD Gregorius as your cleanup hitter. Right. Uh, and DD had a great debut for the Philadelphia Phillies yesterday. Uh, JT Real Muto, bottom eighth. He had two men on base with two outs. Right. He had a three and O count. You're down. Five to two, right? So you are the tying run. It's the eighth inning. Why don't you go for that pitch, that that 94-mile-an-hour pitch right down the middle? What's up? I don't know, man. Like, stop with the analytics. This is – I don't want analytics to be involved. That's why we got rid of Kapler, all right? Swing the bat. Maybe – Maybe he didn't want to swing because he thought he was just going to hit grounder into an out. And guess what? Guess what he ended up doing later on in the hit a grounder. He hit a grounder for the third out. <laughs> so, um, let's see. How about you go for what you know is going to be right down the middle of the plate because it's a 3-0 and o count. Swing away. Right. Swing away. No, I, I agree with you. I think he should have as well. It just, I don't know. You lost to the Marlins. You wasted $2.50 of my money. It's one game, Kev. <laughs> I am relying a lot on the Philadelphia Phillies. So if the Sixers lose their first game, you're going to worry about them. If the Flyers lose their first game, you're going to worry about them. The Eagles lose. No, I'm worried about the Phillies. I, I was worried about the Phillies. It's the only I mean, one I was worried it's, about. It's July. 
Don't don't put stupid things it, out there. It's July. That's right? stupid. This, they didn't start in April. Step up. It's July. You're an idiot. It's time to play. Merry Christmas in July. And, and oh man, seriously, Eric. <laughs> You're totally right. It is it Christmas is. in July. It is July 25th. All right, turn it off. You're turn the one who said it. Turn it off. Welcome to the Christmas in July episode of the Philly Fans Podcast. Turn uh, it off. It, it will be back for about three seconds. No. It will be back. So, you, know, you, you skipped over something in the NBA, by the way. I, I did. I'm going to go back to it. Um, we're going to go back later on as another segment because it is a segment on our show. It is a segment. It's, yeah, so yeah, let's, I'm going to continue on with some, some more news before we go into our segments. Yeah. we got a couple segments. We got a little. Uh, we got a little fun in the NFL. Yeah, we we got. It was interesting. So let me let me before we bring Go this ahead. up. Before we bring this up, so there was they did come to an agreement. Um, but before that, it was like nine days. It was like um, what, like a week away for this decision, uh, where like all the players just came out at once on Twitter. It's like it was like everyone just came out of the woodwork like. We need to make something because we need to, we need to be, you know, healthy. And, and I get that. But, like, where did that come from? It was, like, it was like scary how many people were tweeting that. Well, because they were getting closer to training camp. Tra- they, they arrived at camp this week. Right. They, they go – I mean, today's the 25th. I believe they uh, go to camp by the 28th. All I'm saying, uh, it, was, it was very organized. Yeah, because you knew once you got closer to training camp, hey – this is real. Yeah. Let's go. Come up with something to protect us. You didn't really see that in the other leagues, though. Like that unity. Yeah, well, I think it's a little different with uh, the NFL starting in August and not right. already in process. Well, how do, you feel, how do you feel about the agreement they came up with? Um, I'm a little worried about the salary cap. I'm a little worried about rookies. Uh, I'm, well – I think it's going to bother – so there's a few things uh, that I'm worried about. Salary cap being one for next season. Uh, the cap is going to apparently drop. And Because of lost revenue? Yeah, because of lost revenue. So apparently it's going to be about $175 million is the minimum they can go. That would put the Phillies uh, $71 million. Do you, you mean the Eagles? The Eagles, sorry. <laughs> $71 million uh, – over? Over. Wow. Cap. That's that's a lot of money. So they have to figure out a way to work around seventy to seventy five million dollars. So they, they're gonna have to restructure a lot of contracts. Restructure, uh and, and this is coming from SB Nation, uh the Bleeding Green Nation uh blog. They need to restructure a lot of contracts. It's gonna take a lot of uh work between the front office as well as the veterans. This is where this is where you cut Carson Wentz and bring in Jalen Hurts to be your starter. This is where Alshon <laughs> Jeffrey, John Jackson are going to be cut. Oh yeah, this is their last season. If that, especially with that. This is where there's a good chance that Marquise Goodwin is cut. What after one year? After one year. Well, um, I mean, if if your rookies do pan out, then it, it's no problem cutting the veterans. Well, Marquise Goodwin didn't really have a big contract. 
Yeah, I, there's a there's a couple different people who have what his contract uh, states, but I'll tell you what we don't know. Brandon Brooks is gonna have to restructure his contract. Yeah. Yes. Yes, he will. Um. Yeah. But who else? Like, who else has a big contract? So, base salary-wise, Fletcher Cox, Carson Wentz. Yeah, Cox, true. Uh, Brandon Graham. Well, I don't know if the Graham might not come back then. Uh, he's, Al- old, he's already old anyway. Alshon Jeffrey. I'm not calling Brandon Graham old. I'm saying old for the league. <laughs> so, if you're looking, the, the top – the people who make the most salary next year would be Carson Wentz, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Alshon Jeffrey, Javon Hargrave, Darius Slay, Brandon Brooks, Derek Barnett, Lane Johnson, Malik Jackson, Zach Ertz, and Deshaun Jackson. So, yeah, there's wiggle room in there. So, you can lose your top – what, your, what was Alshon four on that list? Yeah, so Alshon was uh, number four on that list. So, he'll, he'll get he'll – get, uh, what's his last year in this, this contract? And it's only one – or I mean, is he, uh, he extend the next year? He's going to end up going and Deshaun's going to end up going. So, that's, that's $20 million right there. Right. That, actually, that's about twenty-one, twenty-two million right there. Right, and I think, I think these veteran players will restructure. I don't think they won't be the Dak Prescotts of the world. No, I, I definitely think they will restructure, especially since they know how the organization runs. I still can't believe he turned down a forty-five million dollar contract. You, you can't. I can. That's so unreal. He's they're they're a pointless team to talk about right now. Come right. on. No, but I think I think Brandon Graham, if he wants to stay, he would restructure because he knows he like he loves Philadelphia. Uh, Fletcher Cox, I think, is the same way. Uh, Javon Hargrave, I didn't know he was getting paid that much, but yeah, I mean, there, there's some plan around that they need to do. Uh, another thing that they need to start figuring out is the roster for this year, and with right. the with the removal of the preseason, right. Uh, that's going to be a little tricky because you're not going to see these players in action. Right, and it kind of it kind of sucks because you drafted all these receivers and you're not going to see them play at all. Yeah, you're not going to see them play at all and you're not going to see the relationship. And it's going to be hard uh, to develop a relationship with someone like a Carson, with a, quarter, with a new quarterback. Yeah, any, uh, any in team. In general, any team. Yeah. So the teams that have had, had the same wide receivers – and the same quarterback, it's going to work out for them. But the Eagles are different because it's a whole nother monster for them. Right. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see that because you're right. Like they have nothing. They all they all they have is training camps, or is the training camps shorter? Right? Or are they the same length? Uh, I believe they. It's probably the same length. Yeah. So I mean, that's just, that's going to be a struggle anyway because it's not gameplay. I mean, the preseason is not gameplay, well, quote unquote, and- but it's better. And you're not hitting in training camp either. Right. This isn't the uh, the 2000s that where we're going up to Lehigh and hitting. Week one is going to be interesting to watch around the league. Week one will definitely be interesting. And, and this is also going to affect those players who are trying to transition. Like, uh, think about a player like a Greg Ward who transitioned from a quarterback to a wide receiver. Right. They're not going to have that this year. Those, those players are going to have it very tough this year. There isn't time for that. So, and people fell in love with Greg Ward in training camp and in, and in the preseason last, last year, myself right. included. Um, and you're not going to have those type of players. But at the same time, you need your stars to perform. 
in reality. Right. And you got to the, – even these people that came in, you know, through the offseason, like a Darius Slight, like he needs to learn the, learn the defense. And, I mean, it's a little different. I guess they could just be like, hey, mark this guy. But at the same time, you still need to know the nuances of the defense. So that's going to be a little difficult for him as well. Maybe not because he's a veteran, but still. But someone like Kayvon Wallace, like you would want him to start, but at the same time, without any any preseason or anything like that, do you start him at safety? Or are we going to be stuck with Jalen Mills? You're going ah! to be stuck with Jalen Mills. Who? Uh, ah, I hate that. I hate saying that. You're going to be stuck with Jalen Mills, who also found his way into the news this week because he tweeted at LaShawn McCoy. Oh, I saw that. But no, that's not why I'm going, oh, I'm going, oh, because I hate him as a player. Yeah, but but he tweeted at Sean McCoy, LaShawn McCoy. Once again, another player who I'm just like, I don't want you to come back. Sorry, I'm not sorry. Just bring back, just bring Marshawn Lynch over here. It's fine. <laughs> bring in beast mode over here. Yeah, that's, that's, I'll take that. I, I'm just, oh, just stop tweeting at LaShawn and getting, getting his hopes up and bringing mine down. No, I'm excited to <coughs> excuse me. I'm excited about the the season this year though. I'm I'm interested to see how teams are gonna perform. This could like give a team that, you know, no one expected to perform a chance to, you know, show off for a few weeks because then after a few weeks the other teams are gonna, you know, mold and and be the team you think they are. I think the first couple weeks though are gonna be interesting to watch. Yeah, and the NFL in general will be interesting to watch. Eric, you want to know what it hasn't been interesting to watch for me? What's that, Kevin? Why is it not interesting? Why? I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Why is it not interesting? <sighs> well... Other, other than the goaltender stand, or goalkeeper, I apologize because he keeps goals. Um, <laughs> and he doesn't tend goal. Uh, other than him standing on his head. He's the uh, man. I'm, I'm dying, man. Why? I got my hopes up. They scored a goal, and then, like, literally 10 seconds later. It felt like the Flyers. Yeah, but they didn't even need to win the game. Like, let's be honest. They didn't need to beat Orlando City. They, came, they were through anyway. But so I, want them. I wanted them to win. Oh, of course we all did. And they played a night at 10.30 against New England Revolution. They do, and they should win that game. If they, if they lose, I'm going to be upset. Um, but, it, no, that should, that should be a win. They should move to the quarterfinals. Um, but after that, I'm a little nervous. Little, depends little, on, I mean, if it depends on Blake does. I mean, Blake's been keeping them in these games anyway. So, little nervous? Yeah, Blake has been, like I said, playing tremendous. Yeah, you watch him. So, as me and my friends would say, who play soccer, he is—he uh, was trained right as a goalie because he goes for the ball. He doesn't go at his feet. He goes with his hands. He is an outstanding goalkeeper, and he's gonna—he's gonna leave the union for a European league someday. Probably soon, much to Larry's chagrin. Yeah. Can, is that enough union talk for today? They they play tonight at ten thirty. They play tonight at ten thirty. Get hype, Duke. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that's right. Let's talk about someone who I want to talk about, Eric. Who's that? Talk about someone I want to talk about. 
I didn't hear that. What was that? You didn't hear that? No. It was just kind of like. Oh, the Flyers. I'm always down talking about the Flyers, Kev. You should know this. I know. And get Eric, guess what? What? There was a key transaction this week. I hate you. No, you don't. Someone who deserved uh, an extension. Some, yeah, definitely so, and uh, and hopefully wins an award for it. Yeah. Well, apparently. Well, you you go on. All right, I let, I'm gonna let you get that apparently point in. Let me let the fans know yes. if they don't already. Oscar Lindblom signed a three-year extension for the Philadelphia Flyers, and it's worth three million each year. Uh, each year he plays. That's a steal. It's a steal. That's a steal. Like, before he went out with his, his rare cancer this year, he was leading the, uh, leading the team in points and goals. So, I, I mean, <laughs> that's a great deal. I mean, he, he could have got more, but at the same time, you know, I'm just happy he's going to stick around. Um, and apparently what I'm hearing, I don't know how true this is, but if the Flyers make a deep run, don't count them out of the entire playoffs. Yeah, he, uh, he's going to the hub. Yes. Going to the hub. So I'm interested to see that storyline. I'm definitely interested. So hopefully we, we see what happens uh, with Oscar Lindblom in this situation. Uh, your boy this week, Sean Couturier. I know. See, I was predicting the future last week. You, you predicted the future. That's right. Sean Couturier is up for the Selkie. Yes, and according to his teammate Kevin Hayes, he should run away with it. Yeah, and uh, also uh, Sean Gattori had a baby girl this week. Yes, he did, baby girl. Maybe uh, Selkie can be the middle name of the baby. That's I saw that. You're stealing that from someone. I am. That, I stole that from Broad Street Bull. Yeah. Stealing it again. As long as you cite. Sam Carcitti. Citations are everything. Citations? Yeah. Uh, So I'm thinking that Oscar Lindblom, obviously very good for the Flyers. It keeps him on here. keeps him away from a certain team in Seattle. Um, Right. So that's interesting. We're going to get – Next week? Next week we'll talk about that? No, we can can talk uh, because a lot of people were saying that they think – the Oscar Lindblom situation is going to affect someone like a uh, Nolan Patrick. No. Oh, what, protection-wise? Yeah. However. I, I, I got to look at the list again. My sister Kirsten believes that, uh, that it will be James Van Riemsdyk. Oh, I, I agree with that. And Ghost. Wait. Ghost is going to be on the, uh, on the, the not protected either. And they will be going where? Seattle? What do you have for Seattle? You know I've got something. Jeez. Is it Nirvana? Release the Kraken. Oh, okay. Release the Kraken. The Seattle Kraken. Seattle Kraken. Who, that, was, that was a leaked name back when this first went out. By the way, that was a, uh, a, re- a release the Kraken scene from Clash of the Titans in 2010. Said no other by uh, Liam Neeson. But uh, credits. Interesting name, interesting jerseys. Um, don't quite think they're gonna get the same 
pop that Vegas did when they came in the league. But, I mean, it's nice to have an even amount of teams in the league now. You like the name? It's all right. Yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan. I'm not it's, thrilled. It's better than the Washington football team. <laughs> I'm getting that jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Much better than the Washington football team, but I, I'm not a big fan of the uh, the Kraken. No, they could uh, – I mean, it's whatever. It's good. People love it. I saw a lot of hype about it. Um, but, I, you know, I just don't it's, – it's, the, the logo is pretty sweet. But I, I don't know. I, yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't go out and buy a jersey. No, neither would I. You know who will be, who will not be playing for the Kraken? Will not be. Who? Got a hat. No. No. But he will be playing for the Flyers, as he yes. did return to practice today. Well, yeah, it was a minor, minor back injury to the back spasms. We, we uh, you know, tweeted about it, put it out on Facebook. So we were not worried about it because we saw the reports right when they came out. But, uh, yeah. I was still worried. I wasn't. Still a little worried. I feel like I had back spasms sleeping last night. Yeah, but you're 31. <laughs> but but it kind of hot's back. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. Playing again. One week away, Kev, for an exhibition game. Well, we're less than one week away from an exhibition game. Oh, yeah, we're on a Tuesday. Yes. It is. So the Flyers. Is it Tuesday? Tuesday at 4 p.m. on NBC Sports Network. Yeah. And NBC Sports Philadelphia Plus. Against the Penguins. Against the Penguins. They play again. They start their season Sunday. August 2nd. 2nd against the Bruins at 3 o'clock on NBC. Round robin. So we're not worried about them losing yet. No, like the Phillies. This is only only seeding. So, yeah, we have two games for the Flyers in the next week. uh, Tuesday against the Penguins. And then they start up the round robin. On Sunday against the Bruins. Yeah, three games for the Sixers, two for the Flyers, so many for the Phillies, I can't count. Well, and, and the Phillies, and I missed that schedule uh, because we moved on from the Phillies. However, they play the Miami Marlins today at 4.05. on do. It is nice. It is so nice to be able to report start times of games again. Yeah, and – I mean, I know I'm, I'm doing a lot of it on the Facebook and Twitter. You retweet things. It's great. Uh, Sunday. <laughs> Is that a knock at me? No. Sunday, the Phillies play again. Nobody cares, Sean. 1.05 p.m., all right? And that is Vinny Velasquez. Five Vinny Vinny is playing on Sunday. That's Today, it's, it's Zach Wheeler who's uh, celebrating the birth of his child as well. Just saying. Didn't get a lot of heat for that retweet. No, you didn't. I, I got more heat uh, attacking the Blue Jays in Toronto. Interesting. Yeah, I, so uh, – Maybe maybe Penguins fans don't care. Loyal follower Zachary Boychuk of the Twitter the Twitterverse, he yeah. tweeted out, uh, are the Blue Jays any good this year? And I decided to reply to him. Mm-hmm. And, and my reply back to him was, Toronto didn't even want them. That should tell you a lot. <laughs> so yes, that probably got a lot. I didn't see that. So a lot. There were uh, a couple of fans who uh, who weren't happy with me. Was that from our page or yours? That, that was from at the Philly fans phans. Oh snap! So I, I did have uh, one fan who's from Edmonton uh, reply back and say, "No, it's really because." Toronto doesn't want the Major League Baseball up there right now because of COVID-19 situation, <laughs> which, which I knew 
Okay. I'm of course. I'm not stupid. And by the way, <laughs> the Blue Jays love, are playing in uh, in Buffalo after being turned down in Pittsburgh. I love that he wrote. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Canada did not want the other teams. <laughs> like he's he's an intellectual. Actually, Kevin. Actually, Canada did not want the other teams to keep coming in from all over the U.S. given the current COVID environment. Yes. Was not indictment on the Jays. Actually, DLogan9 on Twitter, nobody cares what you have to say. Yeah, I, and really, I, I sent it as a joke uh, to loyal follower Zach Boychuk, who apparently follows everybody on Twitter, but he followed us before we followed him. You know, these people and their, their, their little, little jabs. I, I, we throw a couple out there. Yes, we do, but they're funny. <laughs> So, continue with the Phillies lineup real quick. The Phillies play Sunday at 105 against the Marlins. Then they have three in New York. Uh, and then three back here versus the Yankees. So, they have the, six games against the Yankees. The next. Yes, 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 yes. So, Kev, we skipped this when we were talking about the NBA. No, I was going to come back. I, I knew we skipped it. I know. But I liked uh, I liked what you had to say. So do you uh, do you want to you want to play your news from the bubble, or do you want to just ask the question? Bubbles. All right, go on. Uh, so Kev, your question on here. I didn't have the sound effect ready, and I don't want to be sued by Disney. Yeah, I wouldn't either. No, Eric. I and yes, I have a question on here. That, yes. Uh, because there is news from the bubble. Yes. And that news from the – oh, sorry. Let me uh, get it specifically for you because I, I received a message. I was talking to my brother Brian yesterday or two days ago. Former Philadelphia 76er, Rashawn Holmes, he had to uh, self-isolate for 10 days. Did yes, you know? I saw that. All right. Uh, that was a couple weeks ago, wasn't it? It was. Do you know why he had to self-isolate? Yeah, because he went and got food. Yeah. Okay. So he got a – went to pick up mm-hmm. – Lemon pepper slash barbecue mix wings. I mean, that sounds good. That is, that is what he got. So, Eric, <laughs> um, my question to you is, what yeah. food would make you break quarantine? Oh, so I've been thinking about this the whole, the whole podcast. It's making so, me hungry. So, you know the, um, the cheese nuggets at Nifty Fifties? It sounds delicious. All right, so anyway, it's chicken nuggets. I love their chicken nuggets to begin with, but they put cheese sauce on it, and you just you just eat them, and it's delicious. And you know, if I had that and a milkshake, I'd probably be like, I kind of want to leave to get that. Yeah, and not kind of like I want it. Like once a year, I'm like, yo, I'm getting that. But it's gonna cause you your ten day quarantine, self isolation. So what? He didn't even he didn't even start playing. He had, he had more than 10 days to recover or to quarantine before the season started. They do sound good. They do sound like delicious wings. I, I hope he went to a good spot. Yeah, I hope they weren't crap. Like, I hope he didn't get them and then was like, oh, man, not worth it. These are awful. <laughs> like, like it's, going, it's like going to a Tony Luke's in the mall. Compared to the original, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I just hope it wasn't garbage for him. Um, you no, know, it was really good wings. Is Wingstop. Wingstop do have really good wings. So, Wingstop, if you're listening. City Line Avenue. I'll advertise your chicken wings because they're delightful. Fun fact. 
Wingstop was uh, my first meal after my son was born. Carson. That, that's that, there it is. Um, Amanda's first meal was a primo hoagie. I just want to let you know, fans. We almost got to the end of the podcast without me mentioning without my son. Kevin mentioning his son, but he found a way through food. It's gonna be imp- <laughs> it's gonna be impossible. <laughs> food is delicious. <laughs> I'm a man who likes his food. Um, I don't think I'd break uh, isolation. I don't think there's a specific food I'd have to leave for. Uh, no? Come on. Thunderbird? There, there isn't an authentic Philadelphia Thunder, Thunder key? down there. I think I'd have to go like the authentic Philadelphia cheesesteak if there was um, down there. Like if there we, was, never, we never said where quarantine was. I, I would say something more authentic where the bread's delicious, the meat's delicious. Well, like all right. Sorry, change the question. Change the, change the question. You're quarantined in Philadelphia. But if the I might be inside an authentic uh, Philadelphia. Oh, my God. Take place at that point. I <laughs> uh, you know I'm very picky with my food anyway, so if it comes, if it comes with meat and a bun, I'm pretty good. If it doesn't, <laughs> if it doesn't come from Thunder Key. I don't know where it comes from. I'm pretty good with a with meat and a bun. That sounds that that's inappropriate. You're just making things inappropriate. <laughs> oh man! So Eric, what a, what a great week! But Eric, it is a special day today. Why? Other than sports being back. Why? It's it's Christmas in July. No, no, turn no. We're getting sued by Mariah. <laughs> Two seconds, I got. It. <laughs> All right, it's Christmas in July, Eric. Yeah, what's that mean? You are entering the Springfield Mall because we are Delco citizens. Yes. All right. Why can't I go to the King of Prussia Mall? I, we're, we live in Delco. So what? Shout out to Delaware County. Can't push um, the stones throw away. I want to get the heck out of Delaware County. What do you mean? Shout out to Delco. Go on. <laughs> You're going on Santa's lap. I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm a little big for that. Both, both of us are a little big for that at this point. Okay. okay. Um, other than like a championship, which is obvious, there are four championships. Dang our, it! That was our, my answer. And our and our bet paying off. Yes, that was my answer. Eric, what do you want for Christmas in July? Um, a new laptop. Yeah, because uh, you had technical difficulties in the beginning, so oh I was gosh. talking to myself, who was talking to you, and you just jumped in, not realizing what the conversation was. <laughs> how, about a, how about a sports-related, sports-related <laughs> oh, sports. one? A Philadelphia sports-related one. But it can't be a championship? It can't be our bet paying off. Do you have one? I can have a couple. Sports. Okay. Um, I want Miles Sanders to win Offensive Player of the Year. Wow, that's, that's a good one. Yes. Shout out to Booby Miles, man. That's right. It's a good one. I think he is very underrated. And, and you went Eagles over Flyers. I, I thought it would be like a cut of hat. No. Well, see, here's the thing. The Flyers are in the playoffs, right? Their season's over, right, and I don't, I don't really have to worry about Sean Torrey winning the Selkie because I think he's going to. 
But I want Miles Sanders to have the year where everyone's like, wow, we underrated him very much so. And he's better than Saquon. At Madden. At Madden. I buy your – fix your franchise mode. It's the same every year. I still buy it. I don't care. I haven't bought it since 2019. It's still the same. Antonio Brown was on the cover. Yeah. That worked out well. <laughs> but funny story about the Madden curse, Kev. Patrick Mahomes just won a Super Bowl and got a big contract. Yeah, so so much for that. Yeah. But, no, yes, I that's that's what I would want for sports-related. I would want Miles Sanders to win offensive player of the year. And I am also going to go with a team that I don't normally go into. I'm going to talk about the Philadelphia 76ers. Ah. That's right. I want Ben Simmons to be an MVP in the NBA. All right. That's right. That's doable. It, it, it is very doable. He, all, he needs that three-point shot. Yes. Uh, but he is definitely someone who has potential to be an MVP in the National Basketball Association. With the amount of, triple, with the amount of uh, triple-doubles he gets, he probably could be. He's no Russell Westbrook. But. He's going to be better. Yeah, well, maybe. Most valuable player, Ben. That would, that would be cool. That would be cool. I'd like that. I like that. It was a good one. Yeah. So You, you thought I was going to go Union, didn't you? No. Um, fans. Sebastian Latou running everything. Oh, my God. So, fans, we're going to put on our Twitter, Facebook. We should really make an Instagram. You can run it. All right. That's fine. I can do that. Um, what do – the Philly fans want for Christmas in July. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, you, you, you should definitely uh, do something like that. Right. Since you have the Twitter account, finally. <laughs> also, speaking of gifts, Kev. You got me something? No. But Amanda Eric got me something. No. But our merchandise site is almost available. This is news to me. I'm currently creating shirts slash socks slash hats slash koozies slash whatever. Buttons, pins. Um, no logo, though, because I know I heard Brian Key might be giving us a logo, so I'm holding off. That's on the download right now. There might be a new logo out there soon. Way to announce it over the podcast to our five listeners. <laughs> but... Um, I mean, that's, that was bull. I just wanted to let them know that's why I'm holding off because I wanted to see what we could do. Yeah, well, we, we have They're a few in. things. We have a few uh, special things coming up. We have a couple of guest hosts coming in. Yes. In the next couple of weeks. Yes. My, one of them, my friend uh, from college, Shane. Shane. He lives in, he lives in Arizona. He's going he's gonna to be on and talk about the Flyers. I, I also have a special guest by the name of Harry Hustle who uh, guaranteed me he's going to stir the pot. Oh, he's going to stir the pot? He's going to stir the pot a little bit. I hope he punches you in the face. I think it'd be more you that he's stirring at. Why? Is he not like my opinion? I, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. Oh, boy. We, we shall find out soon. A, a pod stirrer coming onto the podcast shortly. Yes. Within the next few weeks. Um. One, one thing I'm excited for, Eric, is potentially opening up our Zoom conversations 
and bringing in some people who want to talk Philadelphia sports. Oh, bringing in guests? Yeah, just just throw it out in the Twitter sphere. We can do that. And say, hey, here here's our information. Do you if, want to join the conversation? If you want to do that, just DM at the Philly fans on, on Twitter. That's P-H-A-N-S. Yes, P-H-A-N-S. Uh, we'll let you know when we're recording. We'll send you a Zoom link. And then you can come on and discuss some Phillies news with us. And you could just prove that Eric's wrong, like I do each and every week. We do have some rules. There is no swearing. Yeah, you broke that once. Yeah, but it was edited out. That's fine. Um, so that's our only rule, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically our only rule. Yeah, you, can attack, you can attack the co-hosts. That's probably yes. fine. Just don't swear. That's fine. I'm going to cry my... We try to keep this family friendly. Yes, I might go cry in a corner, but it's okay. I'm an educator and a coach, and, and I want to keep things clean. Right. Keep things professional. Right. Eric, I, normally at the end of the podcast, because we're getting close, we're getting close. Yes. I say that we're another day closer to sports. You don't have to say What that. am I supposed to do now? You say sports are back. Welcome to season two. On Christmas in July. Christmas in July. Season two, for those of you that have been listening the whole time, season one, Life Without Sports. Season two, sports are back! Yeah, we want to thank those that actually listened when there were no sports. We went through a lot of stuff. Yes. We went through uh, brackets, the best one being the uh, the quarterback factory one. Please stop. We Actually, the, be- the best show, I think, ended up being our uh, top Philadelphia athlete bracket. That was a great oh, with Mike. That was a yeah from on a couch. Yeah, on a couch in Daco. Yeah, that was. They a good should one. they should really pay us for how much we advertise for them. We advertise for them a lot, Mike. If you're listening, and you probably are one of the five listeners, you know, just advertise or shoot us some yeah. some love. Throw some Venmo cash at me. You know what I mean? Or throw some love to the Philly fans. They do. They do. I, okay. I've listened to them. All right, that's good because. Uh... A lot of Game of Thrones talk this week, which... Oh, why? It hasn't been on in, like, a couple years. I don't know. For some reason, it was was an okay episode. That's right. Shout out, Mike. Um, Did they talk about beer? They did. They always do. Uh, We also had a few... What was it? uh, The game we played? Would you rather? Where Eric would rather have someone else get punched in the face than himself by Mike Tyson? Oh yeah, that was fun. That was with, that was with Matt. That was with my buddy Matt. Yeah, uh, who who got punched? It was one of your soccer girls. No, not my soccer girls. Yeah, from the U.S. Uh, women's team. No, they're their own. They're their own people, Kev. They are their own people, <laughs> but uh, someone who you like on the soccer team. No, not I'm actually not. Uh, she has. She is. You gave up. Never gave in. Um, she is not the best player on the team. So you gave up because she's no longer the best player? No, I just – no. Anyway, um, yeah, they were fun. Uh, you can always tweet us what your best, favorite, funniest episode was and ideas for the new ones. Where Eric was wrong most of the time. Uh, I'm trying to figure out her name. I'm just saying her, 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 and I, I don't have her name on me. Shame. You're going to do this to me? Yep. I can find it. We are signing off. No, we're not, because I'm the one who can stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I am in control. 
I'll just log off because what are we talking about, Kev? We're talking season about season two. It's season two. We are. We are talking about season two. It's Alex Morgan, by the way. Ah, Alex, Eric let Alex Morgan get punched in the face by Mike Tyson. I'm not getting punched in the face by Mike Tyson. Over himself. Eric, breaking news. I'm ready. Got the, I got the roster or the, the lineup for today. The Phillies lineup has been released. This will be podcast will probably be up shortly. Andrew McCutcheon batting number one. This is stupid. I'm just looking at this lineup and I'm already pissed off. Because Hoskins number two. Hoskins is number two. That's an odd place for him. Harper is number three. Realmuto is number four. Segura is number five. Gregorius is number six. Your your best hitter yesterday is number six. He hit a home run, right? Yes. Kingery is number seven. Goslin, who literally made the made the team the day before opening day, is number eight. Roman Who, Quinn is number nine. And then your pitcher. Is and Zach good. Wheeler is pitching. I I don't get it. Who knows? The, the, I guess the wheels are turning. The lineup is changing. Who knows? Yeah. Um. Once again, this I'm going to end this disappointment. Let's go, Phils. Let's go, Union. Make sure you follow us at the Philly Fans P H A N S on Twitter, at the Philly Fans Podcast on Facebook. This is Kevin and Eric, and the Union and we're are tonight. Off. Go, Phils. Go, Union. Doop. Go Phillies, dupe.